There are a billion things that you could focus on, but there's a difference between what you could do and what you should do. I'm going to share the principle with you and I'm going to let you know it's extremely simple, but just because it's simple to understand doesn't mean that it's easy to apply. Here's the principle. There's a massive difference between self-improvement and selfish improvement. Well, 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 if it isn't 2021, hey, happy new year to you, to your family, to your team. I hope that it's already off to a strong start because you never have to recover from a strong start. If we haven't yet met, my name's Alex Judd. I'm the founder of Path for Growth, and this is the Path for Growth podcast. Now, we've got a very specific mission in mind as a business and as a team, and that's to help impact-driven leaders step into who they are created to be so that others may benefit and God may be glorified. And this podcast is just another iteration of how that mission, how that why comes to life for impact-driven leaders like yourself. Now, before we jump in today, I feel like I should start by warning you, this is not going to be a normal content episode. Because legitimately, I sat down at my desk in my room today with an outline prepped and my talking points ready, and I had spent some time thinking about what we were going to focus on and how we were going to unpack it and the method through which I was going to communicate it. And then I sat down, and for whatever reason, something just struck me and said, nope, we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to use that outline, at least not today. We may use it later. Because today, we're going to really dive into something that is at the core, it's at the crux of really what Path for Growth stands for as a business. And the reason why it's at the core and the crux of everything that we stand for and believe is it's something that I am outrageously and profoundly passionate about. And here's the deal. If you haven't spent much time studying emotional intelligence, one of the things that you should be aware of before we jump into this is that passion is always tied to a very specific emotion. And that emotion is anger. Because one of the things that I'm going to talk to you about today is something that makes me outrageously and irrationally fuming angry. I'm going to describe for you an enemy that as a company and as a person, we are stubbornly committed to taking down. And I believe that in describing that enemy and in describing a more proper and stronger and better and more life-giving approach, we are going to lay the framework, we're going to lay the foundation, we're going to set the tone for a year of growth for you and for your team and for your business that is healthy, life-giving, and sustainable. And yes, I'm going to warn you, I'm going to get a little bit ranty today. I'm going to get a little bit more fired up than I've probably ever gotten on this podcast because this is why we exist, what we're going to talk about today. And it's at the core of everything that I believe to be horrible about the enemy, but everything that I believe to be great and healthy and noble about growth that is rooted in the correct thing. But before we jump into that concept, before we jump into that all-important principle, I want to tell you the story of really how I came upon this principle and how I learned that it was something that really mattered to me as a person and as a leader. It was a few years ago, and I've told this story on this podcast before, that I started to get really focused on identifying my vision for my career. Because I started to realize that within my career, there were a bunch of things that I could do. There were a lot of opportunities. There were a lot of things that I could focus on. The same is true for you. There are a billion things that you could focus on. But there's a difference between what you could do and what you should do. 
That's true because it rhymes, but it's also true because it's true, right? And so we need to focus on that. There's a difference between what we could do and what we should do. And one of the things that I realized is, man, the leaders that I deeply admire, the men and the women that I deeply admire, the people that I deem worth following, they all start by having a crystal clear vision of where they are going. And so I would tell you here to start the year, do you want to be a leader that's worth following? Well, start by having a clear idea of where you as an individual are going. Because if you don't know where you are going, people are not going to have the confidence and the security and the comfortability or the trust to be able to sustainably follow you. So that's a little bit of a tangent, but it's absolutely important. You got to get clear about your vision for where you are personally going. Where are you called to go this year? And that was one of the things that I started to focus on in the context of my career. This was a few years ago. And I started asking that question, well, like, where am I going with my career? Not just what could I do, but what should I do? Am I going to be just be driven by haphazard opportunity or am I going to be driven by vision and by calling? And I started to really think about that question. I, I started to really focus on that question and pray about that question. And it was in that season of thinking and focusing and praying that I came upon an answer. And I would tell you, like, that has been such a gift for me. And I wouldn't own this business today if this answer wasn't revealed to me three or four years ago. But I started to get really clear and bold about the fact that my vision for my career was to communicate, teach, write, lead, and work with people and make a living doing it. And it was crazy. I'll never forget the moment that I first wrote it down. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is simultaneously outrageously exciting and incredibly scary. And everything that I've read about entrepreneurship and about leadership says that, man, great growth, healthy growth, exciting growth occurs at the intersection of passion and intimidation. What's the thing that you're deeply passionate about, but at the same time, just a little bit intimidated by? And that was this, but I started writing it down. And then I'll never forget whenever I first told someone about it and they just looked at me and they said, yeah, that, that feels right. And I was like, oh my gosh, this could be something. And so suddenly I wasn't just telling one person about it. I started telling everyone about it. If you want to be serious about a vision for where you're going with your career and with your life, start having the audacity and the boldness to tell people about it. And so that's what I started doing. I started saying, man, my vision that I feel called to in my career is to communicate, teach, write, lead, and work with people and make a living doing it. To communicate, teach, write, lead, and work with people and make a living doing it. To communicate, teach, write, lead, and work with people and make a living doing it. <laughs> and I would just say it over and over and over and over again. And almost every single time I would say it, the question that was in the back of my head that was almost always reciprocated and reflected by the person that I was talking to, it was the same question every single time. It was two words, about what? Okay, you want to communicate, you want to teach, you want to write, you want to lead and work with people. That's what you feel called to do. About what? And suddenly we needed a new degree of specificity whenever it came to this idea of vision, because it's not just enough of what, what do you want to do? Now it's not, what could you talk about? What's the thing that you can't help but not communicate about? What's the thing that you have to focus on? And, and I had such an incredible model about this. Like I can't picture Dave Ramsey doing anything else than what he's doing right now. That guy is a world-class communicator and it's like, he can't not help telling people you have to get out of debt. 
You have to start turning around your personal finances because he knows the ramifications that that can have on people's family tree, on their future, on their legacy. And he just can't help but not talk about it. And I was like, oh my gosh, what an incredible example. I want that. I want that so bad. And so I started focusing on, okay, well, what's that about what? And I started talking to people that I trust and started talking to friends and started talking to family about what's the thing that I need to be focused on that I, that I simultaneously have authority and competency, because that's important. I've got to be trustworthy, but at the same time, I've got passion and excitement. Again, what's the thing that I have authority and competency, but simultaneously at the same time, I have deep-seated passion and profound excitement about it. And whenever I would talk to people that I really trust, they would almost all come up with the same answer. They say, well, Alex, you're so focused on your health and running and triathlons and you, you read a lot and you're constantly listening to podcasts and you're, you just get absolutely excited about morning rituals like nobody's business and habits and routines and rhythms. And most of the books that you're reading are focused on personal growth and personal development. And you're just constantly absorbing content and con- constantly making us have conversations about our personal growth. Maybe the thing that you need to focus on, this is what they would say, maybe the thing that you need to focus on is personal development and self-improvement. And every time I heard that answer, I would have the same reaction. I would just think, ugh. And then I would say, really? Really? Self-improvement? And for whatever reason, that phrase, that word, it just gave me a sour taste in my mouth. And I was just like, ugh. I, ugh. I just, I hated it. I, I would squirm. I still do it a little bit now. I just like, ah, I don't want to be a self-improvement guy. I just don't like that very much. And I'll, and I'll never forget whenever someone first asked, they were just like, why? They just looked at me and they were like, that is so bizarre because you're so into this stuff. Why is it that, that you have that reaction to just a simple phrase, self-improvement? And that was a pretty powerful question. Because it forced me to step back and think about like, okay, like, why is it that I feel that way? Why is it that I almost cringe and just physically change my posture and my countenance whenever I hear that phrase, self-improvement? And I thought about that and I prayed about that. And what I landed on was a concept and a principle that is what we're going to talk about for the remainder of today. And I believe that this is something that is absolutely true and incredibly relevant to the year that we are about to walk into. It's a principle that really is at the core of everything that we teach, everything that we coach, and everything that we advocate for and champion within Path for Growth. This is at the centerpiece of our interviewing process whenever we're thinking about hiring, whenever we're looking at people that we want to have on our podcast, we're looking for this specific distinction and we're looking for this principle and how it plays out. Whenever we're thinking about the books that we want to write in the future and the clients that we want to take on and the coaches that we want to bring on board and the model of growth that we want to apply ourselves to as a business and as individuals, this is the lens through which we are looking. And The reason why I deemed it worthwhile to spend an entire episode on one principle today is because I believe that this principle, if you truly take time to understand it, to metabolize it, to let it get into not just your intellectual understanding, but let it get into your bones, become emotionally invested in it. I believe that it has the possibility and the ability to transform the trajectory of your year. 
I believe that it can have a massive ramification for your life, for your leadership, for your family, for your business, for your growth, for your mindset, for your attitude, for your finances, for your intellect, for your health. I could go on and on and on and on because the power of this principle is not just rooted in the way that you grow. It's rooted in the reason why you grow. And so I'm going to share the principle with you and I'm going to let you know it's extremely simple, but just because it's simple to understand doesn't mean that it's easy to apply. Here's the principle. I realized in that moment, as I was thinking and praying about why I felt the way that I did whenever it came to that topic of personal development and self-improvement, I realized, man, there's a massive difference between self-improvement and selfish improvement. I'm going to say it again. There is a massive difference. I want you to hear this. I want you to know this. I want you to believe this. I want you to feel this. There is a massive difference between self-improvement and selfish improvement. And here's what makes me so angry and sad and mad and just absolutely fed up is that so much of what we see on Instagram and Barnes and Noble, on Amazon, all over the content that's being put out today, it's selfish improvement that they are disguising as self-improvement. But in reality, it's selfish in nature because it's me getting better for the sake of me getting better and then making sure all of you know about it. Total crap. Absolute crap. I just get so angry about it because it's not rooted in serving other people. It's not rooted in a cause or a mission or a purpose that's bigger than you. It's literally just rooted in you getting better for the sake of you getting better. That is not self-improvement. That is selfish improvement. And we should call it out for the enemy that it is. Because selfish improvement has nothing to do with leadership. I told you I was going to get fired up, but I've just seen how people can follow someone that looks good, but in reality, that individual that looks good on the outside is preaching and living a message of selfish improvement. And that message of selfish improvement, not only does it start to crumble for that individual internally, it starts to crumble and fall apart for the people that follow them. And when you're talking about something as important and crucial and all-encompassing as personal growth, you're not just playing where the stakes are low. The stakes are outrageously high. These are people's marriages. These are people's finances. These are people's businesses and teams. This is people's spiritual life. This is people's education and intellect and mindset and attitude that you're putting on the line and to toy with that and to play games with that for your own personal selfish satisfaction, that's not leadership. And it's outrageously, incredibly dangerous and irresponsible. Now, I will tell you, I'm not here to preach a message of perfection in this arena. One of the reasons why I believe I've been called to be so passionate about this is because I know I'm so susceptible to it. There are every single day when I wake up, I have to reckon with the fact that I have two paths in front of me, and I think we all do, the path of self-improvement, which we're going to talk about here in just a second, or the path of selfish improvement. And there are days where I screw up. I get it wrong, where I make decisions or say things and do things that just don't align with the man, the person, the leader that I feel called to be. 
and it's selfish in nature. It's rooted in making me better. It's really rooted and driven by one thing, and that's my ego. But the question is, am I feeding that thing or am I apologizing for that thing? And the standard that I try to hold myself to and the standard that we hold our leaders accountable to that are part of our team and the standard that we challenge the leaders that are part of our program to hold themselves to and that we challenge them on is a standard of self-improvement, not selfish improvement. And when we screw up, we have the guts, we have the boldness, we have the bravery, and we have the audacity to do something that is so outrageously underrated in leadership, and that's apologize. And just say, I'm sorry, I screwed up. And that thing right there, that thing that I said, that thing that I did, that decision that I made, that's a great example of how I'm susceptible to my ego getting involved. You want to talk about vulnerability. Vulnerability is not a tactic. Vulnerability is not something you do just to win friends and influence people. Vulnerability is you being willing to say, man, I really screwed up there and I'm embarrassed by it. I'm ashamed by it, but I'm telling you about it so that we can both move forward. That's real vulnerability. That's the type of vulnerability that builds trust, not manipulates. So we talked about selfish improvement. It's me getting better for the sake of me getting better and then making sure all of you know about it. It's dangerous, it's irresponsible, and it's toxic. But it's also rampant and widespread right now. So we need to have our eyes open. So what's the counter to that? And this is what I came to. Self-improvement. Here's what I believe self-improvement is. Self-improvement is when you take stock of, when you own, when you maximize the gifts, talents, skills, abilities, time, effort, and energy, and resources and connections that you have uniquely been given. And you look at those things and you say, wow, what a gift, what a privilege, what a blessing. And then you max out on those things so that, and that's the powerful phrase that I want to call attention to. It's not so that I can get better. It's not so that I can improve. It's not so that all of you can see how great I am. It's so that others may benefit. I want to challenge you as a leader this year. I want to challenge your team this year. I want to challenge the people that listen to this podcast to max out who you are created to be to take full, outrageous, ridiculous responsibility for the gifts, the talents, the time, the resources that you've been given as a leader and to say, I own those things. I'm going to max out on those things for the explicit stated purpose of others benefiting so that others may benefit. Max out on who you were created to be so that others may benefit. We say it all the time at the end of this podcast. My strength is not for me. Your strength is not for you. Our strength is for service. Think about that sentence for a second. Our strength is for service. My strength is not for me. Your strength is not for you. Our strength is for service. That is why we get to be strong. Not for ourselves, but for others. So think for a second. There are areas, I can almost guarantee you, there are areas where you are strong right now. And think about this. We're coming off of 2020, for goodness sakes. 
a year in which people's personal and financial and family and social lives were absolutely upended from the inside out. People are living in fear. People are living in anxiety. People are living in a state of terror and probably worse than that. And some of these people are on your team. A lot of them are expecting that all of that is going to change because the calendar did. I'm sorry to be the one to break this to you, but the calendar is not going to change your life. You are going to change your life, but it's in the midst of that fear, that anxiety, that terror, and really what I would qualify as weakness, that there are areas where you are strong. And the leaders in this season, the leaders in this situation are going to be the men and women who own that strength and then leverage it, play all out with that strength specifically so that they can serve others. They wake up every morning asking the question, where am I strong and how can I use that strength to serve my team, to serve my family, to serve my community, to serve my customer? They're evaluating themselves not on the standard of how strong can I be. They're evaluating themselves on the standard of how many people can I serve with that strength because that's success, folks. But not only is it success, it's also fulfillment. My strength is not for me. Your strength is not for you. Our strength is for service. That's the difference between self-improvement and selfish improvement. And that's what I want us to be on the lookout for in our growth. Whenever you're committing yourselves to a plan and to goals and to habits and to rhythms and routines as an organization and as an individual to start off this year, I'm into all of that. But think about the reason why you're doing it. Are you doing it just so that you can get better and everyone else can know about it? Are you doing it specifically so that you can max out on the person and leader you are called to be so that others may benefit? And I would add the third tier of that, which y'all know is at the crux of what I believe. You don't have to believe this to be a part of the Path for Growth community, but I'm not going to ignore what I believe. It's so that others may benefit and God may be glorified. I just believe that the God of the universe gave you specific gifts gave you specific strengths, gave you specific passions and delights. And he takes great pleasure when you leverage those things to love and serve other people well. That is what this year is about. There's a difference between self-improvement and selfish improvement. And my strength is not for me. Your strength is not for you. Our strength is for service. I hope that this equips you with a paradigm, with a framework that you can use moving forward. I hope that you feel as passionate about this as I do, because really, this is at the heart and at the core of everything that we teach at Path for Growth. And one of the standards that I try to hold myself to as the founder and owner of this business is that I want to grow this business in such a way that aligns with the message that I just gave, but I also want to present content in such a way that aligns with the message that I just gave. And so my goal is that I will always present a message to you on this podcast 
that yes, makes you strong because I want to make you strong. And I believe we need strong impact driven leaders in this season and in this time, but that it would also equip you to use that strength in service of others. (laughs) That's why I get out of bed every single morning. I want to thank you for listening to this episode today, going with me on this rant. I told you I was going to get fired up, but it's just because I really believe that if you start to leverage that mindset, leverage that attitude and look at everything around you as an opportunity to serve others and then even further than that, glorify the God of the universe, it will have impact on your well-being, your health, your family, your relationships, your work, your business. Everything can change with that simple modification of not not just the way that you do things, but why you are doing the things that you're doing. Are you doing it to serve others? We would love to have you as part of the Path for Growth community. There's a couple of ways that you can do that. You can follow us on social media at Path for Growth, and I'm at Judd on the Run. You can also subscribe to this podcast to make sure that the weekly content we put out uh, is in your feed. We've got some unbelievable interviews coming up. We've already recorded them that are going to be really cool. So I want to make sure you're one of the first ones to receive that. And we're also going to put the link in the show notes of this episode to sign up for the Path for Growth email that goes out weekly, where we just keep you updated on the podcast episodes that are coming out, some of the content that I'm presenting whenever I get to go speak around the country, the announcements that we're about to make about our team and about some special virtual events that we're going to be doing for people that want to be more involved with Path for Growth. All of that is going to be communicated through that email list. So we'll put the link to sign up for that email list in the show notes of this episode. Hey, I'm so grateful for you. Our whole team is rooting for you. We want to see you win. And I hope that the way we close out this podcast every single time carries just a little bit more weight now. Because remember, my strength is not for me. Your strength is not for you. Our strength is for service. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.